So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome everybody. I'm Ed Clemens along with Jeff Ward. This is the second hour of the Jeff Ward Show, joined by Ed Clements. Yeah. Wow. I've come to rescue this this show. Huh. But I heard Cedric was very, very good today. Very what about me? Very, pardon maybe, me? Maybe I was good. Jeff, you were good back in 2007, maybe huh. 2008. Okay. You still are on the list of the greatest talk show hosts in Austin of the 2000s. I just, oh. want, just want to give you that kudos and everything. Hang on. Say that again. You are among the best talk show hosts of the 2000s. You know, you had your little time away, and then you came back, and you've got yeah. your podcast now, the yeah. Jeff Ward Show Thank you. podcast. You can download it yeah. wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Did you hear about Apple today? PXG is sponsoring the podcast. See, that's fantastic. I want to get past. on that, man. Ten, I mean, now we've got some real target marketing going on. Let me got tell you 10 what. to 15 with, uh, with pain-relieving cream, and now PXG drivers. Just saw the note today. PXG is a hot company. They, you go get your personalized clubs. They do all this stuff. Expensive, but many, many of the best players on the PGA Tour play these PXGs, irons and woods, and they wear their hats. So that's a great, that's a a great gift. Get to the Jeff Ward Show. I know. So did you tell the PXG folks that you enjoyed the golf last night on TNT? It never came up, actually. Really? Yeah. Did you watch the big match? I did not, know. Didn't watch any of you it. You didn't watch any of no. it. Did you know what was even but going I will, on? I would gladly sell PXG drivers for said price. Did you know what was even going on? I did not. No. I tell you, that's how bad it was marketed on TNT. I'm a golf guy. Yeah. And are. I walk in, and it was on my house. I went, oh my gosh, it's the match. It was uh, Rory McElroy and Max Homa oh boy. versus Lexi Thompson. Oh She's boy. on the LPJ Tour. Okay. And the Zang girl, Zang. Uh, the young girl from Stanford, who's still in Stanford, who won on the on the LPGA tour. Okay, it was in Florida. Kind of a neat story on a public golf course that they restored, sort of like Muni, and it had the lights up. It was a it was a cool deal, and th- only golf nerds yeah. would enjoy it. And do you think strategically that's a good idea for the first seven minutes for you to talk about golf that no one watched? Jeff, I was kind of giving you kudos because you finally landed a, landed a sponsor that doesn't deal with erectile dysfunction or <laughs> or lawyers. So that was just helping you laud your new PXG driver. But no, I want to talk I want to talk about football. Here is the height of dumbassery being a dumbass owner. Do you see what the Carolina Panthers did today? Carolina was 2 and 15 on the year last year. There's video of their owner throwing a drink at a fan from his box. They were 2-15, and 15, one of the worst teams, and they're not going anywhere. They've raised ticket prices to their loyal fans at the Carolina Panthers. 
They're raising ticket prices 4%. Well, that's the way it should work. Way to go, Carolina. When demand goes down, raise the price. Exactly. Exactly. When you're losing fans hand over fist. Demand goes down, raise the price. Raise that price. Just raise that price. But I thought that is typical of a really... Is that Tepper there? Is that his name? Is that Tepper there? So Terrible owner. I brought something up about that, and I took a very politically incorrect position on this, about... There's a bunch of ideas being kicked around about fixing all-star games in general. The Pro Bowl is meaningless. It's lost. It's it's, gone. It's it's pointless. But there is an idea circulating. Cedric said the winner take all for a million dollars. Is he talking about the debacle of the the NBA NBA all-star game? That's what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so there's an idea that... The winner of the All-Star game, that conference champion, would be, have the home court advantage in the NBA Finals, much like what Major League Baseball yeah. tried to do a few years ago to, yeah. to make the game more interesting. Right. And I believe home court in the NBA Finals has a championship rate of like 62%. So it is an advantage. It's a huge advantage. Yeah. Historically, a huge advantage. 2-3-2, two, two, I guess, I do. I'm not yeah. sure what the breakdown is. So you would have, yeah, I mean, it would be more a significant games. statistical yeah. advantage. And I said no to both of those. I don't care It's the game is a joke. If I own a team, come Ju- June, do you really care if somebody played hard in the All-Star game? No. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But it was... Just patently ridiculous. One okay. team scored over two hundred points so against one eighty eight. So it what? was just it was it was just roll out the ball, let's okay. go shoot. So what? But What's the ratings that? didn't reflect anything. There's no ratings in there, and okay. it's just a it's just a weekend where some second rate B actors and rappers go and play an exhibition game on Friday. Okay, and they get the flavor of the week on a three point shooting. Okay, and then they have the the slam Did dunk you say contest. Flava, flava. Word wow. to your mother. Man. Flavor. Flavor okay. of the week. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a, it's a meaningless deal now. Okay. Meaningless. But I don't think, one, if I'm a player, if I'm a coach, I'm an owner, you know what I don't want? I don't want somebody going balls out in an all-star game and my star player getting rolled up in June. You know, Sed went on this bing, bing, tirade bing, bing, about, bing, bing. you got to go play hard. I'm thinking, no, I don't want my guys playing hard at all. No. No. I, stupid. I think if the truth be known... Most of the guys would say, I'd like to go to Mexico for yeah. a couple of days. I'll go back home and rest. Right. Because it is a grind yeah. to be on the NBA, yeah, NBA I mean, I, I, roster. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know that people really want that game to be difficult. I don't think people necessarily want it to be any different than it is. And if, if I were a player, especially a veteran player, why would I want to go out there and play hard and turn around and have to do it all again on Tuesday when it counts. And the all-star games are just a thing of the past. You're not old enough. Garrett's darn sure not old enough to remember when the best college players would play the NFL champions. Yeah, that was smart. That was really (laughs) smart in a preseason game. Yeah. It was dumbassery because you had college kids getting hurt. You had college kids hurting the NFL players, and it was – it was ridiculous, and they eliminated that. Yeah, and now they've eliminated the Pro Bowl, where it's flag football, lame yeah, ass I, I weekend. Mean, I just no, it's not like it's not like the NBA Finals is not interesting. It's not like the NFL season is not interesting. The All Star Games, you know, I mean, a lot of us grew up when Major League Baseball's All Star Game was the best All Star Game. It meant something. 
You're right. It meant yeah. something. And yeah. it's fun to watch, and it's always been a always been a competitive, not always been a competitive game, but there was a lot to it. I mean, great memories there. But that's far different than running up and down the floor. You know, it'd be like, you wouldn't want some guy breaking up a double play in the Major League All-Star game and putting his spikes in your thighs. I, I know, Bob Fosse and not Pete Bob Fosse, it was Ray Fosse. Ray Fosse. Bob, Bob Fosse, Fosse was, was a choreographer. <laughs> got I'm going choreography. Yeah, Ray Fosse. It, Ray Fosse it, it, an All-Star game in I know, 71. I know. I watched it on TV. Okay. God, he killed him. Yeah. And it ended his okay. career. But Ray Fosse and Bob Fosse's career. Okay, these are $100 million players now. Okay, and yeah. I, I need if I'm going to pay you 100 million, I need you to play in May and June. I don't give a flip about February, and it shouldn't be linked to the. It playoffs. shouldn't. No, it's crazy. Should not be linked to the playoffs. If that is proposed, the players are psychotic if they don't push back and say, "You know what? We're not going to do. We're not playing in that game." Mm-hmm. Show a highlight film, play holograms for all we care, but that would be nuts. You know, the most I would flip on throughout the week, and the most entertaining thing was that Caitlin Clark and three point Steph shooting. Curry's three point yeah, shooting. That's I it. agree. It's that better than it. the game. Yeah. I agree with that. Much totally. better than the game. I agree totally. Yeah. That wasn't Caitlin Clark. Wasn't he playing somebody? Wasn't it somebody it's, else? The girl from Iowa. Yeah. No, you're wrong. Wasn't it Sabrina? I, I, yeah, I didn't ask you. And she almost oh, beat him. It was Sabrina. Really? I thought yeah. it was Clark. I guess Sabrina. No, 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 no. it's yeah. another female three point okay, shooter. Excuse me. And yeah. she almost beat him. Really? Like wow. She was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he's the greatest shooter ever. Great. Yeah. And she was she was competitive. So I, I thought it was really he was militant. Thought he was going to fight me. All that jazz. Went, Someone just messaged me. Oh, oh I know. I said Bob Fawcett. That jazz. I'm sure I'm going to be mocked. <laughs> um, Jeff Ward confuses <laughs> Andrew choreographer Lloyd, and Andrew Lloyd Webber's second base. Yeah, <laughs> 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 um, but yes, yeah, Sad went. Damn it, they got to play harder. And he no. went, oh, yeah, I was thinking, no. no, absolutely, just the opposite. I don't want to play hard. I don't care if it is two hundred and fifty to two hundred and twenty. Who cares? Baseball was cool before they had interleague play, and there was not a proliferation of baseball on TV every night. Proliferation, Garrett. Write it down. Write it down. This is quite That's a week the, already. An abundance for of thing product. Yeah. Yeah. And you wanted, hey, you wanted to see the uniforms. You wanted to see Vida Blue of the uh, American League pitch against Willie Mays. Ya da 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 da. That was fun. But it's lost. That game has lost its luster to me because they're always on TV. They're always on TV. And yeah. you got the Rangers and the, you know, in the <clears throat> National League and the Astros and American and all that. All that jazz, Bob Fosse. Yeah, there we go. All right. All that jazz. Uh, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know. That's the only Fosse that was coming to mind. I mean, I wouldn't. You are a closet thespian. Just admit it. Just admit Say it. Say that again. You're a closet thespian. You are. <laughs> you are. I bet you secretly you wanted instead of kicking field goals for Westlake and catching passes, you wanted to be in the school play. You wanted to be in all. That jazz. You think I want to be a dancer? Dancer and a singer? Yeah. yeah. I think you would You would have loved to have been a Gene Kelly, a Fred Astaire. Oh, wow. Or any part of Bob Fosse's productions. Interesting. Okay. You know? Yeah, actually, I want to be an artist. Do you? Yeah, an absolute well, tripped out on acid artist. You can be an artist without being tripped out on acid. I know, there. but I, I have no art skills, but I love, I love messed up art. Mm-hmm. Deranged, demented art. I love it. Well, maybe you should get... Some paint, 
And some <laughs> just canvas. Get, get really high. Yeah. Get really high and angry. And start. Cabernet thought, just I, doesn't do it. It makes me just sit there and stare at stuff. The Cabernet. Your lame ass background. I thought you did that with the bricks. I did. Who did well, that? Well, I didn't do that. What do you mean? You can buy those things for about nine dollars on Amazon. Well, sir. I thought you did that, sir. I thought that. I thought was part I of made your, that thing. Like yes, part of your brick, artwork, brick by brick, brick by brick. Here goes uh, at Eric Shipman six tweets. I love the show. The NBA All Star Game and NFL Pro Bowl should both seriously consider completely getting rid of both. It's a total waste of time and talent with the risk of injury. I don't even. If I was an NFL team and I was an agent, I would not want my guy running around playing flag football either. I, I you know, I, I get the passing skills challenge, maybe the three point thing, sure, but I don't want. As a fan, I don't want to see a great NBA player taking the risk. Said argued, oh yeah, but Jordan and Magic and all. You know, I'm thinking, yeah, but they also played a lot, lot less. Yeah. Stakes, you know, I mean, it's going to offend a lot of people. Stakes weren't as high as they are now. I think stakes are. What, 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 I, the stakes weren't as high as they are now. In what? what Money, investment, mm-hmm. well, that's long-term just, contracts. That's just how the sport has expanded. Exactly. The what TV I'm saying is, yeah. if, I, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm awarding a guy a long-term contract... You know, guys are now playing, you know, not just LeBron James, guys are playing longer. They're taking better care of themselves. I mean, they're not, you know, punching each other in the face like those days. Mm-hmm. And all the more reason that I that June matters more than February. Exactly. It does I mean, it matter. Just, it just does. I, I'm not sure the stakes were less than, but monetarily the monetarily stakes were higher. But yeah. you can't tell Bill Russell or Larry Bird oh, or Bill Lambeer that the stakes were lower <sighs> back then, my friend. I'm buried okay. give you with a haymaker. Exactly. Yeah. Would you, if you, All-Star Game was, what was it, a few days ago, uh-huh. would you like Bill so. Lambeer slamming your star I think that'd point be, guards in the face you know, on I a th- layup in an All-Star Game? Would you think that's cool? I think it'd be funny. For one game, Is that so? you bring back so you Bill like Lambeer. You like Steph Curry. You bring back, who else? You, you bring yeah. back Dennis Rodman. You you bring back all the okay. all the enforcers. So Steph Curry, <laughs> Steph Curry does a crossover dribble and he's going to just easily go in and lay something up. And you Boom. you think it'd be cool if Bill Lambeer hit him in the side of the head? I think it'd be really funny. That it would, it be, would be. Yeah, that'd just be because hilarious. I think I contend, even though we have to me Steph Curry, we have some magnificent athletes. Okay, but they're soft. They're just soft. You look at them wrong. Oh, oh, oh! So you like to whistle? see you like to see Jokic, the most talented. Big that would be a battle. Jokic and Bill Lambeer squaring off. If Bill Lambeer got within seven feet of him, he would fall on the ground screaming. Jokic would? Yes. No, he the would. Flop? What are you talking about? I mean, the Euros flop big, more than anyone. Big Euro, bigger Euro. Okay, big so, so you would agree he's the most talented big guy to play the game? Jokic? Yeah. Well, I tell you, a guy that I really enjoy watching is Wimbayama for the okay, San Antonio okay. Spurs. Take your pick, either young megastar with a ton of talent. I mean, these guys are mm-hmm. ridiculous. You really want to see that guy get hit in the face by Bill Lambeer? What my point is, I want some of those softies who oh, complain my. all the time about fouls to see what you know when you and I were playing on the hardwood. What we experienced. Yes, exactly. You know on the I mean? streets of West Austin. That's right, on the streets of Brownwood. You're 30 and Oh, man. Yeah. You don't understand, Garrett, how tough it was it's in tough, the infield, man. man. You went to the hoop. Oh, man. You went to the hoop 
And like the movie, there will be blood. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There, man, I tell you, you play on infield. With some, other, go to with, with some wow. other West Austin guys. Yeah. And then go to Jeffrey's afterwards. You don't know. Tough. There will be blood. Why do you want the... I mean, that's stupid. I, I, it's, Why I'm, are you I'm, I'm Bill Lambert to I'm hurt? Just joking, Jeff. Okay. I don't want to see Bill Lambert. Okay. Because Bill Lambert <laughs> could hurt <laughs> oh, Steph Curry. Yeah. He could ruin his career. Yes, and he would try. He would try. Yeah. Hacking him like, you know, the... Oh, yeah. I know. No, I just said, I'm just com- comparing yeah. and contrasting how soft some of the guys are. I mean, now. you don't want to look up in June and say, boy, this would be a great, great series if Jokic was here, but he's not because somebody tomahawked him in February. I would love to see some of those old teams where there were some super, super shooters versus some of the teams now who don't shoot very well. At least every team has at least one guy who can shoot, but I think. On average, the better shooters were 30 years ago. Pure shooters. Bird. Okay. Havlicek. Glide, the glide Drexler. Did you say Havlicek? said Bill Havlicek, my friend. You got to go Dave Cowens next. (laughs) Part of that Celtic dynasty, my friend. Part of the Celtic dynasty. Do you really think that Dave Cowens could guard Jokic? You don't think he would twist him around and shoot over the top of him? I was talking about shooting, Jeff. Okay. I wasn't talking about defense, defense. Okay. See, and Cowens was another guy that Jokic would go, don't touch me, don't touch me. But then he would dribble around he him. He hurt me. He would dribble around him and Dave Cowens would try to barrel roll him or something. <laughs> Dave Cowens. Dave Cowens. Big red-headed guy. <laughs> like, big old red-headed <laughs> Irishman. Who else are you going to trot out there? Let's see. Have check. Nipsey Russell. How no, many that po- was a comedian. Okay. <laughs> How many points could John Havlicek score in an NBA game tonight? He could score 35. Oh, my He was a great gosh. shooter. He it's, wouldn't get a shot off. Maloney, he wouldn't. Oh, please. Maloney, he wouldn't. What is What is he, like 6'2"? I'd have With to check. With a vertical jump of 16 I'd inches? Have, well, why did, he, why did he average so many points when he was a son? Because man? everyone else was 6'2 and couldn't jump. You had tall people in the N- NBA back then. You didn't have guys that could come out of the perimeter. They're seven feet. We'd go, John Havlicek, try to shoot that. Go right you ahead. You got a point on that one. Go shoot. Yeah. Good luck. Shoot over me. You got a point on yeah. that one. Yeah. John hey, Havlicek. See, that amazes me. With some shorts and knee pads. That amazes me like people like Dylan DeSue of the Longhorns, who's very effective. Yes. He's 6'8", is a three-point shooter. I know. He's going to be a great pro. It's the international influence on the game that I think is... I don't know. I don't He's know from that Houston, I Houston, I believe, Jeff. No, no, I'm saying, but, but it, no, I know that, but I'm saying the game has become more like an international game with a premium on perimeter play. Exactly. And it's. Uh, Jokic. I mean, I think it's gone to just the opposite. It's like yeah. Americans was a paint game. Now it is a more international game you, you, in the style you, of play, you, and that's how you're going to make your money. That's right. You 16 have, guys shooting. Right. You've got all the foreign players, I think, started by Dirk Nowitzki okay, many t- years ago. Tell me ago. someone on the Celtics of John Havlicek and Dave Cowens. Who could guard Wimbenyama? He might score uh, 80 points. Could the, the big chief? The big chief? Parrish with the nine-inch Robert vertical jump? Robert Parrish, the big chief. <laughs> Who's the other? Who is the white guy, the pasty white guy? Greg Kevin Ki- McHale. Kevin Greg- McHale. Yeah. You Greg think, Kite. You think they, yeah. Kevin McHale on Wim Miami. Woo! Yeah, that would go really well. It'd be well. a clinic that there. Would, exactly. He'd score that 80 points. That would be points. a clinic. He would score 80 points. But I'd like to you see... You want Danny Ainge to plow into him? I'd like to see Dr. J play against some of these these soft teams. 
taking it to the hoop. Uh, he would take it to the hoop. I, I'll give you that. He would take it to the hoop. Because if there's no threat of getting knocked out, he would just go every time. Phil Jackson was a hell of a player, too. Oh, you want you want uh, Bill Jackson? You're gonna go Bill Bradley on me next, Senator Nate Archibald you. on me. I mean, how far Nate, are we gonna go here? Wes Unseld. Nate Tiny. Where Archibald. are we going with the 1960s basketball? Willis Reed. Oh my God. Gail Goodrich. Oh, he would score a lot. Keith Wilkes. Oh my God. Jerry West. Okay. Okay. Well, no one under the age of 80 is listening now. You're the one that brought up golf first. I didn't bring up golf. Never bitch at me for bringing up golf just because I got a new advertiser. Well, I just saw you. I'm going to get much clothes. Little did I know it was going to be a 30 minute segment. It was just an interesting note I just got that well, I'm happy gonna, for you. I was going to make you excited. I'm happy for your success, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> Dylan DeSue's from Pflugerville too. He's not from yeah. Houston. He's from Pflugerville. Okay, Pflugerville. Uh, ESPN lists the top 25 quarterbacks of the 2000s. College football, correct? College football. This would be number 20. Hold on, hold on. we got to take a break, Jeff. We need to talk about... Hey, listeners out there, put your thinking caps on. Because we're going to talk about the best quarterbacks of the 2000s. I've got my personal favorite. Yeah. And I bet you do, too. That's coming up next. Oh, my. On 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Say it again, big boys. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. All right. Welcome back to the show. I thought we had a deal. We had a deal. What kind of deal? Him, we a smoker man. Uh, How'd that go? You said you were going to talk to him. Yeah. <clears throat> he said you were going to... You said you were going to talk to him. I did. When he's standing out by the tree smoking unfiltered cigarettes and say, talk less. You didn't hear what happened, did you? Uh, did he die? Did you get a fight with him? No. What happened? He's mm. stuck in Mexico. Oh, my. Yeah, he went to Cabo. Huh. And, yeah, he went to Cabo. What did he do, drive? No, he flew. <laughs> but he decided to have a, a love affair with tequila. Okay. Yeah. And he's been what you call... Detained in Cabo San Lucas, guys. He had Good. a little b- bottle battle with a bottle, and the bottle won. Good. So we wish him well. <clears throat> maybe he'll talk. Maybe we'll have to play him less. Well, I don't know. Part of his deal, he gets paid every time we play him, and he needs the oh, dough. Boy. He yeah, told well. that to management. Yeah. Well. So that's why we're playing him again twice in a row. I see. The same deal. Like gets paid by the syllable almost. It sounds like to me that. Is it, my friend? <clears throat> All right, let's it. do some tweets and X's before oh, we yeah. talk about the top 25 let, list. Which let, me go to my, let me go to my tweet list okay, here. Okay, well, at Stanley Laurel 2 says, In my opinion, LeBron is the biggest baby when it comes to getting fouled. He is. No, Stanley? No, that's so true. Stanley, right on, my brother. He, okay, okay. He, right every on, time brother. he looks for the officials to plead his case, whether he committed the foul or was fouled. Listen, basketball, the NBA, is worse than soccer and flopping and begging for calls. And you're right, LeBron James. Cry, baby. I, I'm not. You know, it's been an amazing career. I get it. I'm not going to say he's, he's Jordan, but he'll be. He's solidly number two. But it's almost to the point of tainting his greatness. It's that much of a problem. You know. You know. Do you really think it's tainted his greatness by? His I said almost. Moment, almost. It, it is getting. It is ridiculous. I tell you the two things that are going to irritate a lot of us. And I know he's he's been the 
at many levels, it's been an he's an amazing superstar because of the level of publicity. He doesn't do dumb stuff. You got to say that for he's the guy. He's always been a, a great citizen. Yeah, he's not, you it know, really has. Been. God rest his soul. Colby had his problems in Colorado yeah. with a with a woman. I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find any superstar as exposed as LeBron James on that kind of platform and not have something. But so it's admirable, and his career is admirable. I mean, I, I'm fine with all that. I just two things that are going to bother us all: flopping and this thing with his son. Bronny, there was a story on it today. Stop it, man. Bronny James. Stop it. Bronny James, who had the heart condition, right. still playing for USC. Right. And LeBron came out today and said, was telling people, hey, just let him enjoy his college experience, yada, 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 yada. But it's already probably agreed that LeBron, his next stop, be it wherever, it's going to be package deal. Exactly. Yeah. And he I think that's lame. Wants to play with his son. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Um, you're right. He flops. I don't know if he flops more than some of the Euro guys, but it's true. Uh, here we go. At Ed underscore Jeff underscore son. Jeff, comma, I bet on your bus ride you could be inspired to bring a canvas and paint your version of uh, the Edward, Scream. Edward Munch. I love the Scream. The Scream. I love the Scream. Yeah. So you like art disturbing, but not your sports, yet you like boxing. You're on your way to be an artist. I, you know when I went to a show recently? Art show? With uh, one of my favorite young artists, who I've gone to three of his shows now. Mm -hmm. His last name is, is like Jazwinski or something. He goes by Jazz. Okay. And so I took my daughter, who's a fabulous artist herself, mm -hmm. and I admire artists. I mean, I just, I really think the world of them. Yes, yes. Um, but, and so, I got, we got, I got to go watch him paint. And I love his work. It's Did weird. a little free form at this. Yeah, well, yeah. So you get, got to go early and watch him. Mm -hmm. And so I got to talk to him. And he suffered some brain damage at some point in his life. It's just fascinating how. And he would describe how he would, when he gets in a manic phase, it's his best art. And mm. boom, boom, and you could just see it come with these circles and these amazing strokes. Sorry. I lost. Fantastic. <laughs> That's what I really like. I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. It's fantastic, Jeff. He's a fabulous artist. He really is. That is fantastic. Jazz. J is easy. Where, where could I possibly purchase his work or see his work? Okay. I'll show you a couple pictures uh, at West Chelsea, West Chelsea Contemporary Art Gallery. West Chelsea. There's two of them. There's one in New York and one here. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. One day I was chatting with someone there. I said, that one's sold because they put a red dot on the sales. Mm-hmm. And it was a piece done by um, a guy on the West Coast who does a lot of these. He, he collects stuff off the beach and then puts it into art. And it's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. It's not my thing, but it's amazing. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's probably about 4.38 and now. He's had a Bob <laughs> Fosse reference singing songs from all that jazz. Now we're talking about an art, art gallery yeah. goes to and a very creative young artist named Jazz that yeah. he's recommending. Oh, boy. You're having a whale of a day there. Sorry, I'm not talking anymore. Whale of a day. I'm not talking to anyone again. Uh, okay, so then you got this. Let's see. Um, okay, this is funny. At A-R-M-S-T-R-D-J. I learned so much from the At Jeff Ward Show, but I expect the knowledge like Bob Abilini to come from At Ed Clements, not At Said Golden. There was said went Bob Abilini on us. The great running back? No, joke. The quarterback for the Bears. Bob Avellini. We had a debate, a discussion about... I don't remember Bob name, Avellini. Name any good quarterback from the Chicago Bears. Bobby Douglas. No. Jim McMahon. Little bit. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. 
Really? Bing, bing, bing. Oh, Way to go, no, G-Man. No, you got to go. Shut go. Up. No, Way to go. No, no, no. Take no. that. Stop it. That's not good. You give me a break. There's nowhere, nowhere in the history of that franchise can you name a great quarterback. Jim McMahon helped them go to a Super Bowl. He did not. Their of course he did. Their defense did. They had to score some points. Barely. How, how many points did they score in that Super Bowl game against, against yeah. the Patriots? Handing the ball off. 40-something. Handing the ball off. He threw to Willie Galt all day long. No, he didn't. Yeah, you were not watching the game. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Bob Avellini. I don't remember yeah. Said one of these bizarre references of Bears quarterbacks. There's Bob Avellini, Vince Young, not not Vince Young, Vince Evans. Vince Evans. Vince Evans. I remember guy. Vince Evans uh, was not bad, but you think about their history because now they're, they're, I think they're going to they're trying to deal Justin Fields. Who was the quarterback? And I don't believe there's much of a market for Justin Fields. Oh, to I, be honest, I, do. I, I do. don't. Who was the quarterback when Gale Sayers was running for Chicago? Was it Bob? Said Bob Avellini, I don't remember. No one knows. See, I think Justin Fields I mean, it's, it is really just con- needs a new address. Okay. And I think Atlanta is a decent spot for him, but he's not worth anything more than at best second round. I would I would not offer anything more than a third round pick. I would. The problem that he runs into that no one seems to want to talk about on this network is he's not the first domino. Everyone's going to wait to see what Kirk Cousins does first. Because if I'm Pittsburgh, or I'm any of these teams in the market for another quarterback, and and the Bears are committed to drafting at one, although I'm not convinced trading the pick and drafting at five is such a bad mm-hmm. deal, you're going to get a quarterback no matter what. But if they're married to the idea of Caleb Williams being the face of the franchise, and I would say the Bears are on a rapid descent to be the Cleveland Browns of the modern era. They suck. They don't get anything right. You notice? Anyone notice? Doug Flutie was a quarterback for the Bears, too. He sure was. Yeah. Um, nobody good. They're like the Browns. It doesn't work. It doesn't pan out. Browns made the playoffs this year. I, I'm saying they're replacing the Browns as the dark hole of quarterback play. They've never had a good quarterback. Yeah. You're right. Um, so let's Even say McMahon was good. Okay, but I mean, <sighs> what do you mean? What do you mean there, Art Boy? Come well, on, spit it out. <laughs> spit you it out. You keep arguing these other things with me. So they're going to go get Caleb Williams. Okay, now they're going to deal Justin Fields. If I'm Atlanta, I'm saying, well, hang on. Let me talk to this Kirk Cousins guy first. Let me talk to Russell Wilson next. I, I believe before, me, I would talk to the people before I would talk to Justin let me Fields. Be I think Kirk Cousins is such he's a loyal guy. He's going to stay there. I think he'll stay with but, the Vikings, even though okay. he could do some damage in Atlanta. You don't want to go to New England. You don't want to do no, that. No, hell no. Vegas is not a good spot either. So, but that's you know, I mean, that's what I think. If I were Atlanta or Pittsburgh or a team that feels like they're a quarterback away. I need to talk to, in order, I'm talking to Kirk Cousins. And if he's, oh, you're going to stay? Okay, check. Russell Wilson, you staying? Or what Mm. do you, I don't think he's staying. So would you take Russell Wilson over Justin Fields for a three-year window? I might. Russell might stay. He and and Peyton apparently had a bad relationship. Had a a, a meeting and they were all. Oh, is that right? Okay. Then next up, then you say, okay, now I'll talk to Justin Fields. But you can't do any of that stuff until you know the other two. Bigger mm-hmm. names, mm-hmm. in my opinion. 
or there's decisions to be made in New England. This wow. Week, this New week, England, Atlanta, This Chicago. week is the most important week of the NFL season. Ooh, he's getting dramatic on us, Sir Garrett. Hot Ooh, take. Hot you take. It's Hot Take Tuesday with Jeff. Why is everyone making fun of me today? It's not, a good, it's not a good take. You just said it's the most important <laughs> week in the NFL. Yeah. That's so stupid. No, it's I'm not. Sorry. Of no. course it is. No. Okay, is. explain yourself. Okay, let me so explain. Okay. Well, we just talked about it. What? It defines the franchise for the next season. The draft, free agency, and re-signing players, it's more important now than what you do in August. It doesn't define it, though. Yes, it does. It's, it's we one just thing. Now, Atlanta's about to find their quarterback this week. Wow. How much bigger deal than that? It's the Falcons. <laughs> okay. Come on. You're exactly right, Garrett. Okay. He super, superseded the Super Bowl or the NFL playoffs saying this is the most important yeah. week. This is, this is when majority of NFL teams decide what next year looks like. This is it. Dallas and Saquon Barkley, you telling me that's not a big deal? That's going to happen it's this week. It's not a deal breaker, though. It's not the most important deal. No. Well, sure. Otherwise, Dallas looks just like they did last year. Not necessarily. Yeah. Well, really? We, how are they different? We talk all the time, and you talk all the time, about how running backs really are not. I know. Okay? But Dallas is not making another move. There's no way. Dallas isn't nothing else to do. The Dallas isn't getting a new quarterback. Dallas isn't getting rid of CeeDee Lamb yet. Dallas isn't getting rid of Micah Parsons. Dallas isn't going to make another move except the smart move for Saquon Barkley. Listen, I want, yes, I think that okay. would be a great move, yeah. Thus, it is the most important week. The team is going to be the same next year unless they make a deal for Saquon Barkley. It defines the franchise for the next season. What audience is so complicated okay, now, with now, that did, take? We said the same thing with Tony Pollard. When they got rid of Ezekiel Elliott, they hired it. Defined mm, it, it, yes. it. Notice, audience, it was a dud. is Jeff not it was being clear? No, you're being clear. I just think you're being specious. <laughs> <laughs> Write that one down, too. I just think that you're being no. overly dramatic. Wow. You're being thought-provoking to a fault of our the people in this room. Wow. I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? You've made fun of my taste in art. You've mocked me, basically called me, I don't know what the equivalent of metrosexual now is, but you've basically accused me of that. Well, you, you've um, exp- now let, you let me said, just say something about Now you've you. said a very reasonable take on free agency, which sets the roster for next year. But you said it's the most important week in the NFL. Yes, it defi- I said it defines Garrett. the franchise. It's dumbassery there. Oh, dumbassery. you guys are. That's crack. Oh, it's crack. Look at that. It's crack. I don't I, I, crack I'm happy you've it. opened your heart. You've opened the news. <laughs> your heart. Look, this is what you do. You open the heart, and we've realized that <laughs> you, love, you love exploratory, crazy I art. I do. You love all that. You love Bob Fosse quietly. Your your dancer. You're the one. That, but okay, you know. You, we, it's, it's according great. to you, I want to be a dancer, a tap dancer. Well, I think so. I think okay. with. with <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Huh? You yeah, uh, Jeff. You know, you're opening uh, the news. Yeah. Wow. News. And getting made fun of in the process. Well, I'm, we're so not making fun of you. I'm not gonna, just, I'm not going to open up my art side again. You guys. No, uh, no, no. You homophobes are making fun of me. Okay. Homophobe? Yeah, Who's xenophobes. A homophobe? well, xenophobe? I said it. I'm implying it. <laughs> wow, we. Yeah. Wow, we. Feel picked on here. Well, I, we don't. Just mean because to... I'm a little different than the people in this room. I mean, jeez. Well, you're a little different today because you've opened the noose. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had the. You got. You got Ray Fossey confused with Bob Fossey, which tells me <laughs> in the back the of your mind you're thinking, thinking all that yeah, jazz. I'm thinking tap dancing, not 1971 baseball. Yeah. 
512834. This, this is all mean spirited. 1027. This, um, this is potentially an HR violation again. Then there's this. Look what you've done to the audience now. I mean, look what kind of jackass comment is this? Um, at GGG Giant. If I wanted a Jeff Ward Show Armchair Marketing 101 course, I'd go apply to Hutto Upstairs College. This is awful sports radio, like terrible. What would advertisers say about this? A lot, you jackass. <laughs> I know how to keep score. Trust me. Oh, boy. Better than you. We got to take a break. After you get a show. Let's go. After this break, more on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Here he goes again. Come on, big voice. Make some dough. Get out of that jail. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Thank you very much. Welcome back to the show. What's that guy's name? Cliff? Uh, Ed Clements and Jeff Ward and Garrett here on 102. So we can't use his real name, man. Oh, Come on. Eesh, sorry. You know better than that. He's sorry. got it. His name is Biff Barf. It's radio name. Oh, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show. ESPN's top 25 quarterbacks in the go. 2000s. Yeah. What an interesting interesting read today. Well, I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong, too. It's a wrong way to look at it, to be honest with you. Explain that. Well, you know, um, at the risk of being mocked like everything else that's happened today, but I think there's two ways to view quarterbacks in particular. Great season, great career. Ricky okay. Williams had the greatest career of any player at Texas. The body of work is undeniable. But, but, it's not, Vince, but, it's, but he had a pretty great, spectacular okay. season, too. Vince Young, well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. But I'm saying the guy played four freaking years all the time yeah. and, and was productive. Vince Young had an amazing season. Mm-hmm. I would go he had an amazing final season. And the season one before that, okay, too. Okay, yeah. oh, Two, then. But yeah. Joe Burrow had the best single season of any quarterback, arguably player, of all time. Numbers are undeniable. They're undeniable. Yeah. And I know people are going to say, well, you're surrounded by talent. Oh, come on. The guy was, it, the was, it was the most ridiculous yeah. season. Uh, Tim Tebow had one of the greatest careers of any player, certainly a quarterback ever. And Tim Tebow was a college quarterback. Right. Underline the word college quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Full Which I'm not knocking the guy, but no, he no, was no. a great it was an amazing career. I mean, they yeah. won a bunch. He, he, was, he was dominant. Um, Johnny Manziel had a great season and a half. He so did. So you see what I'm doing here. I'm, I'm I splitting them doing. up. Yeah, I see Just what you I think doing. it's unfair. You know, I don't... I think you have to split them up that way, in my opinion. But here they go. 25 is Jalen Hurts. There are four Oklahoma quarterbacks that make this. Um, Jalen Hurts, Alabama, Oklahoma. The great Case Keenum of Houston. He was born in Brownwood, Texas, USA. 24. He was number 24. People forget. He, he had a really, numbers, really good, numbers, big numbers. Uh, He's still in the league, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is? Yeah. Still in the league. 23 is Carson Palmer, USC. Phillip Rivers is 22, North Carolina State. Can I say something? I really don't have much of a memory of Phillip Rivers at NC State. I, I have none. I think I just remember him with the San Diego Chargers. I, I have very little memory of Carson Palmer at USC. It's so long ago. I remember a little bit. Yeah, he was very, very Two good. Two is number 21. Alabama. C.J. Stroud is 20. Bryce Young of Alabama, 19. Andrew Luck of Stanford is 18. Matt Leinert of USC is 17. I would argue Matt Leinert had a better career than Vince Young, not a better season. 
The dude almost won three national cha- was a foot away from winning three national championships. And Leiter won a Heisman, too. Yeah. He won a Heisman. Well, Vince should have. Yeah. <laughs> should have. But, I mean, Leiter, they're a foot away from that being his third national championship. They're about three dumbass plays. True. Reggie Bush throwing the ball over his head. Right. Dumbass plays. Yeah, crazy yeah. plays. Yeah. Um, Jameis Winston at 16 of Florida State. Sam Bradford of Oklahoma, number 15. That was an epic season. His final year at Oklahoma. Solid. He was really, really he was great. solid. Yeah. He was awful as a pro. Yeah. Unbelievably bad. 14, Kellen Moore, Boise State. Johnny- Kellen, Kellen, now repeat that. <laughs> Kellen Moore, the current offensive coordinator for the Chargers, formerly the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. was a left-handed quarterback and for Boise one. State. Really, really good. good really good He one. could really fling the rock, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. How about that slang? Uh, then you've got Johnny Manziel, 13 A&M. Colt McCoy, number 12 at A&M. I mean, at Texas. Jeez. Um, great career, obviously. 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 Cut short by that Alabama Crimson Tider, Texas, what on another national title. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is number 11 at Clemson. Here's a guy that I think is we don't appreciate his greatness in college is Robert Griffin III at Baylor. He was ph- phenomenal. Phenomenal. Flying everywhere. I might put him among the top five quarterbacks of the 2000s. Wanted to be quarterback for Texas. But it was a crowded room, and Mac wanted him to be a defensive back. The fastest quarterback of the 2000s, without argument. Yes, fastest. Kyler but Murray. He could outrun him. Really? Yeah. Uh, but, but let me say this. Easy there, I'll, I'll go boy. further. Easy oh, there. Why is everyone... Because I've seen Kyler Murray in action. Robert Griffin when he III, third, I believe, was a finalist for the Big 12 high, big hurdles, uh, 60-meter hurdles. Oh, the big hurdles. Big hurdles. That's a big hurdles. Hey, what do you do? I'm a big hurdler. Big 12 hurdles. I mean, come on. Kyler Murray, I, I've meter. seen... I've He'd seen. blaze Kyler Murray in 60 no, meters. No, he would Yeah, he would. In 60 meters, he would leave him in the dust. Oh, you Absolutely. Are. What's he on, Garrett? Look it up. Look crack. up. Crack. Look up. Look up. Go ahead. Look crack. up Robert Griffin III in track. Crack. Go ahead. Look it up. We're talking football here. We're not talking track. I was about to finish that not only that, Robert Griffin III was one of the best deep passers I've ever seen in college. His 40 time, 4-4-1. Look up his track record. In in competition, track big, big hurdles. Write that in, you guys. Suck. You're at big hurdles. Suck. Uh, he was number ten. Marcus Mariota, number nine. He was a really good college quarterback for the Ducks. Lamar Jackson, number eight, Louisville. Thank you, Charlie. Charlie Strong guy. Yeah, he made Charlie Strong rich. Yep. Number uh, seven is Kyler Murray of Oklahoma A and M. Right. <clears throat> His forty time four three eight. Bing, 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 bing. I said look up his track record, uh, so you've bing, not bing, done that. Bing, 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 uh, Deshaun Watson, number six, Clemson, great career. Completely stained now as the biggest free agent bus in the history of arguably sports. Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Oh, you can't give him that yet. What if he has a Sterling? He was hurt this year. Gee, isn't that a little bit of cruel, cruelty there? Two hundred fifty million dollars guaranteed. Right. Yeah. He's playing next year, man. <laughs> That's what they said the year before, and the year before, and the year before no, that. No, the year before, the year before, he was in his massage trouble. Okay. Well, and then he played yeah. in six games. You then he got hurt it. last year. You gave him two hundred fifty million dollars. I gar- did guarantee the fools from the okay, right from the Cleveland Browns said. Right. Listen, the jury is still <laughs> out. Oh, well, I shouldn't use that analogy yeah, exactly. there for Deshaun really? Watson. No. He's, got, he's done something again? No. 
But I, no, you've got. He, no. I'm not going to label him yeah. that ludicrous mm. thing you just labeled no, him. The you're biggest wrong. bust in the history of the NFL. Uh, this is low. Joe Burrow, number five, LSU, played at Ohio State. A good season, though. I know. You're right. Tom yeah. Herman's guy. He really didn't. Tom Herman loved if you him. You think about Joe Burrow, it all happened that year. Like, all of a sudden, you look up and go, that looks like Tom Brady playing out there. And how, you know, he's, uh, remember his head coach at LSU? Ed Orgeron. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like, yeah. I like, the, yeah. like the gumbo, yeah. Go three that ball, Joe Burrow. Uh, number four is Tim Tebow. Number three is Vince Young. Number two, Cam Newton. Vince is better than Cam Newton. Vince is better than I, Cam I, Newton. I, no. Yes. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <clears throat> I do. I don't know if I agree with that. They both led their teams to national yes. championships. They both did. Vince Look, had help. Vince had help. He had good talent around him. Did he have help on that fourth and ten on the last play of the game? He had a great. No. He a great, didn't have any help then because he took the ball. He's headed for the corner. I know, I know that. He's got it. Okay. They had a really good offensive line and a really good defense. Auburn did not. I Auburn had Cam say, Newton. I would dare say Auburn had a good offensive okay. line. But not or like they, they would have not, not gotten the to team, an Name one lineman, please. The team that Cam Newton took to the championship was a worse team than the Texas team that won the Big 12 70 to 2. Three. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Colorado. 70 points. Joel Klatt still goose woozy. There was one of the greatest seasons by a team. In college football history, they won by an average of 38 points. Auburn won their national championship game against a West Coast offense, not a West Coast, or whatever they call oh, that, God. of Oregon. Yeah. No, I'm All not right. gonna. I'm not going along with your game on that deal. Ooh. I respect your opinion, as no, you I don't. say all the time on no, the other side of the fence. And number here. one, who do you think would be number one? This is not right. He's not. He's not. He wasn't. He's not. I know you'd like to drink wine with his mom and his daddy, but he's not. He's not. Is he in the top five? No, he's oh, not no, even. No, 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 no. I think he might be. I don't think he's in the top five. Mm. No. Baker Mayfield was named the best quarterback of the 2000s by ESPN. Wrong. Fake he- news. Heck of a run. He's had a great run, but he wasn't the best quarterback of the 2000s. You know, four Oklahoma quarterbacks made this, and they have no championships. Excellent point, Jeff. Thank you. They won their championship, I believe, with Josh Heupel. Josh Heupel or Jason White? Jason White, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, one of those stiffs. Of all these great Oklahoma quarterbacks that are among the best, you know, no school has four. Brad, Bradford had a sterling career. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought no Brad, Bradford's though. better than Baker Mayfield to me. Sorry, Baker. Uh, if you're listening today from Lakeway to Golf Course, sorry, buddy. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. But it's amazing, you know, for all the talk about. Cliff Kingsbury and you know all that stuff, um, and Lincoln Riley, four quarterbacks and you have no championships. Cliff Kingsbury wouldn't give him a scholarship. That's why he left Tech. I know. He would not give him a full ride. You know who's not on this list? Think about it. Oh, it's not, is he? Nope. Number fifteen for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> exactly. Who's <laughs> <laughs> not on this list? He's not on this list. And the truth is, he didn't deserve it. No. I mean, to be honest, it's hard to believe. I know. It's hard to accept. Patrick Mahomes is not listed among the 25 best college quarterbacks of the 2000s. That was sort of a Paul Harvey, if you remember Paul Harvey. And that's the rest of the story. What did he say? Let's let's take a glance at what Ed has mentioned today. So Ed has now mentioned John Havlicek. Dave Cowens. Dave Cowens. (laughs) 
Wes Unseld. Paul Harvey. And Paul Harvey. What did he used to say? Paul Harvey. Is that, and that's. No, that was what. That's the, the rest way it of is. the story. And that's the rest of the story, yeah. Is that when he said that? Yeah, that's No, no, and then he would go, good day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do it again. That's exactly what he good would do. Good day. Yes. Yeah. The, Marf, the yeah. dude did a one-minute... Paul Harvey up there. Get the dude Paul did Harvey. a one-minute segment on about 9,000 radio stations. Yes. It made about noon. $9 billion. Noontime hour. Good day. And that's the rest of the story. Here, play a little Paul, 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 Paul okay, Harvey. So Ed is now Dave Cowens, John Havlicek, Wes Unseld, and Paul Harvey today on the show. Good day. Oh, this is a good one. If Jack. I were the devil... <laughs> If I were the devil, if I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness, and I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree, V. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. Yeah. And the old, I would teach to pray after me. How is this going to No wonder he was on KLBJAM. Which art in Washington. This is good. Oh, sure. This is and then I'd get a, organized. I'd educate day. authors in how to make lurid literature exciting lurid so that literature. anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. This is I'd great. peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest me? with pills. This is America. If I were the man. devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves. Yeah. Yes. Churches at war with themselves yes. and nations oh at war with themselves Bingo. until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flame. That is exactly oh. America 22. Now you can go, go to the end of the deal and just say, yeah, How much longer has this got to go on? It's fantastic. It's fantastic. He's right on target. Yeah, and he turned around and had a scotch while he's doing it all. Turn it on, turn it on. Smoked a cigarette. Oh, you missed. Where's a good day? Oh, this whole... And I could lure you into bed... Here we go. Oh, ...with bed. diseases for which there is no cure. Yes. Oh, please. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right Can on doing fast. what he's doing. I love for this. this. You play this on AM right now. You could. Oh, well, right. good day. Paul Harvey. Do it again, Ed. Good day. Good day. <laughs> Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.